the 715 i am your host big daddy along with my co-host hollow hey i didn't fuck it up that time join us on our social medias on instagram facebook twitters at live from 715 or email us at live from 715 at gmail.com hit us up give us some suggestions it's 9 11 never forget the queen is dead long live the king did you happen to see him signing was it yesterday or friday for those of you don't know or listening in the future quite a many of days the queen of england died finally resting rumors that she was an android this entire time (laughs) (laughs) she was an alien (laughs) an ai so if that was the case how in the hell does an ai die is it just because well no see she's not yeah Every, but Every, she hasn't been in public for like four years, hardly. So they're like, they've got a body double and she's an android. And it's an AI running the country. Well, they were probably just waiting for her to say, off with <coughs> his head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they showed uh, Prince, or not Prince, uh, King. King, no. no yeah. King Charles. Yeah, King, King Charles. They showed a video of him. He was like signing some proclamation or something of him taking over, being kingship or something. <clears throat> yeah. They had a bunch of pens in this uh, little case. And if you watch the video, he he, uh, he moves it and he gives like this weird face like he was ready to take a shit, but he was looking at somebody. <laughs> he looks like that all the time. I know he does. <laughs> and he was pulling it away and he's just... Uh-huh. So I'm sure that guy must have got fired already. <laughs> Could you imagine like your whole life like someday you're going to be king and you sure are when you're 73 years old. <laughs> Couldn't pick a perfect time. <laughs> hey, it's kind of like how uh, our presidents are now, right? The older they get, the, the faster they get into the uh, office. Jesus. Was was Biden? He's got to be like 80, right? I, I'll look it up, but I think he's got to be like 80. At least mid 70s, that's yeah. for sure. And well, Trump was like 72. Yeah. I think more or less once you start hitting uh, uh, instability of your mind is when they're like, perfect, we uh, we have a job for you, and it's yeah, an office. That's an old uh, like uh, Rogan bit where when uh, George Bush Jr. got into office, yeah, like there, the, you know, there's all those conspiracy theories of uh, like an Illuminati or a group of clandestine individuals that really run the country and they get the presidents elected. And as a joke, they elected George Bush Jr. That they're like, come on, guys, we can't get somebody that dumb president. And one guy in the back is like, I think we can go dumber. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, you can easily see that right in front of your eyes right now. Yeah, Joe Biden's 79. Okay, yeah, so he's close to 80. (laughs) You are correct, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me what I win. Oh, God, I'm having this Bloody Mary. Yeah, so uh, talk about your Bloody Mary. Uh, it's a new mix, and you were all excited about it. Yeah, well, it was only $6, so why wouldn't it <laughs> be quality, You would know right? why it's $6. Mm-hmm. What is it called, anyway? Uh, yeah, it's rough. I picked it up at a gas station, you know, where you p- pick up fine goods and services. <laughs> you know, the one with the oranges <clears throat> on the side yeah. for, you know, three for a dollar. So this Bloody Mary mix is called Remedy, but the R has an RX, like it's a prescription. 
And it's Remedy Premium Bloody Mary Mix. No doctoring required. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see the pun there. And it's vegan, gluten-free, and no high-fructose corn syrup. Well, it turns out that gluten and high-fructose corn syrup make Bloody Marys good. Because this shit is horrible. I even tried doctoring it up with some... Oh, get it? It doesn't need doctoring up, you cunts. See? Uh, I added a little Worcestershire, a little pickle juice, and some celery salt. And that did nothing. Holy shit, this is the worst Bloody Mary Yeah, but I've what had. happens if it makes you actually feel a lot better than if you were to have a regular or a different, like your own homemade Bloody Mary mix? <laughs> hey, hey, bud, I'm not trying to take vitamins here. I'm just trying to have a Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting alcohol into my body. I'm not worried about feeling good about it. Could it be all somewhere uh, <clears throat> you drink that and uh, it more or less will make you feel like you have to actually admit yourself into the hospital. Maybe that's what that is. Oh, yeah, you have some one of these, and it's like, yeah, you're going to want to go to rehab. <laughs> Could you're you drinking $6 Bloody Mary mix, bud. Just yeah. get it over with. They have a Bloody Mary rehab center. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you are a girl drink drunk. <laughs> Hi, my name is Big Daddy, and <clears throat> I'm... I'm addicted to daiquiris. <laughs> like they always say, what's the... Uh, what's the difference between, what was it? What was the difference between, oh, what, oh yeah, what, what's the difference between uh, a Nazi and a gay man? Buddy, you're, you, you're going to die on this hill alone, yeah. but okay, what? 90 degrees. Oh, boy. Yeah, you see that? He put his hand up in the air and then flicked it down <laughs> like a fairy boy. <laughs> oh, I say to you, dear fairy boy, I see you over there lounging over by the stables. I heard a joke yeah. that I've been repeating. Is that the one that you uh, said last night, yesterday? Oh, the, uh... probably. I tried telling it two or three times. Was it the banana? Yes. Yes, okay. So, you remember health class? I think I heard this from Louis C.K. One of his new favorite jokes is this. I think I heard it on your mom's house podcast, but uh, I can't I can't remember the comedian's name who came up with it. I'll try and look it up later. But uh, remember back in health class, you had sex education week or whatever. I remember our health teacher coming into class with a banana, and he said, "All right, class sex education week. I'm going to teach you how to put on a condom today." And I brought this banana because I can't get a hard on with an empty stomach. <laughs> Oh, if you don't get it, it means he's going to oh, eat the banana. Oh, come on. If they don't get it, they don't deserve yeah, to get right. it. <clears throat> we uh, had my uh, parents' 70th birthday, surprise birthday yesterday. Yeah, it was a it was a banger. It was. I, you, you were you went right <laughs> right from the get You Bam. Yeah. Off right. to the starting line. Give me two beers and a Bloody Mary. I was like, uh, <clears throat> I was like that meme of everybody uses for Stone Cold. Yep. He's like, I went to the bar. Now I had a beer. What? And another beer. What? Three beers. What? Four beers. What? A Bloody Mary. What? A Mount Royal Light Night Sun Drop. What? Five beers. What? <laughs> taco bar. Yeah. Giant taco filled with jalapenos. Well, so uh, another funny thing about that was at one point, uh, it was uh, Shannon and his wife, we were sitting there, Shannon and Heather. And uh, you were behind us, and me and Shannon are just looking at you as you're just. There were no forks. There was no forks, so he had like he he made I just the nachos. Was, I was, hey, I was being worldly and cultured, like no, other no napkin, no napkin, no nothing. I was just using my three fingers and my thumb. <laughs> it was just completely full of cheese all over. Cheese and jalapenos and pico de gallo, and you know what? Cleaned right up. Didn't spill none on you me. You did not spill anything on you. 
So suck it. And then uh, my uh, my dad was having a good time, and he goes, "Come on, who wants to have a birthday shot yeah. on me?" Yeah. It's like it's your birthday. Yeah, <laughs> aren't we supposed to be the one buying you? No. No. What do we all Once want? Once you get to a certain age. Yeah. What do we all yeah, want? Yeah, she's like, what do you want a shot of? And he's like, whiskey. And she's like, well, we got about 18 different guides of that. So we had Old Smokey. Old Smokey. Yeah. That was good. It was. But uh, I was like, I better go back and not stick around. Otherwise, I'm going to end up having 10 shots. Yeah. The party was, yeah, it went all the way up until, if I'm correct, I think it went until like 6, 6.30. Holy crap. I left at like quarter to three to meet up with Robert. Yep. And his daughter spent way too much money gambling. And then uh, all of a sudden, a bachelor party came in after Robert left, like two minutes after he left. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Paul. And then a bachelorette party came in. Oh, so it was totally a not not related to the bachelor party. Really? Yeah. Oh. And I'm just like, huh. And then people started buying drinks and doing shots and getting crazy. And I'm like, it's like nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm gonna go home before I get in trouble. Yep. So, I went to Quick Trip, got some fucking sausage and egg sandwiches and a bag of chips. <clears throat> Came home and then <laughs> then got acid reflux as I slept. Oh no, no, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I don't get that anymore. I used to, but when I went keto and lost a bunch of weight, I've never had that problem again. But. Uh, I tried watching the Lord of the Rings like oh, new on, thing I, on, on Amazon, Amazon, the TV series, yeah. and before the first episode was over, I fell asleep in my chair, and I woke up at like quarter after ten or ten thirty, quarter after eleven, something like that, and I'm like, ah, I should go to bed. And you woke up this morning feeling great. Eh, well, in the middle of the night, I got up like ten times to piss because I drank like a gallon of water before I went to bed. But yeah, I didn't have like a hangover, so. You'll live and you learn. Took me till 39 to figure out how to not get a hangover the next day. <laughs> it took you till 39, <laughs> and next week you're not going to learn anything from it. Yeah, right. Next week we'll be like, hey, remember? You're supposed to drink water, stupid. Whatever. Uh, what was the other thing, too, I was going to mention? Shiite. Oh, the Badgers oh. suck? How about that? The Badgers do suck. We, uh, we were watching that fiasco yep. yesterday, and I, you took the right bet, apparently. Washington State, I was saying the whole time, I says, I don't believe. I says, you're going to give Washington State 18 points. I said, there's no way that Wisconsin, the way they've been playing, even though it's only been their second game of the season, last week I was not impressed by them. That's why they dropped down in the in the college football poll. They went from 18 to 19 because everybody thought that they should have did way better than they did. Which And then yesterday, that game will prove exactly what yeah. the Badgers are all about right now. And it's turnovers. I said, I said to uh, one of our other buddies, uh, Dave, we were sitting there, we were watching it, and every time that, um, he, like when Washington State scored first, I looked right at him and I go, "Do you realize right now that they need twenty four, or tw- they need twenty four points because it was up by twenty five to cover the spread right now?" <laughs> I said, "So right now I'm up twenty four points." And he goes, "Yep, smart, smart bet on this," and uh, <clears throat> yeah, and they end up losing seventeen fourteen. Bunch of amateurs, lollygaggers. Yeah, they just think. I don't know. You could just kind of tell that they had no energy whatsoever. I'm trying all sorts of different things to (laughs) fucking liven up this bloody mary, and nothing's working. Are you uh, coming to 117 for the game? No, I'm gonna go bear hunting. Oh, you are. Okay, that's right. Because I see it stopped raining now. Yep. 
And well, it's supposed to pick up again later, but yeah, you haven't been out. I mean, you didn't even get out there yet. No, because Friday afternoon I was gonna go after work, but it was fucking eighty-five degrees. Yep. And then yesterday it rained all day and a lot, especially last night. So this is gonna be my only opportunity to go this weekend. Because now the corn's starting to ripen, and they're going to be starting to move out into the cornfields and digging burrows in there and getting killed by combines. Yep. Unless they get out before. Because once the corn ripens, they just eat corn all fucking day. You wouldn't think that, but they do. Right. Once in a while, they'll go back to bait station, but they don't hit it regularly like they do right now. So if I want one, i got to get out there. You were just talking about, uh, you know, they're going to go into the corn and burrow. Funny story, one of the guys that I know told me yesterday at the party, we were I don't know how the the subject got brought up. He goes, you know, a long time ago when we would be when we were younger, one of our buddies played a joke on another one of our buddies. It was his party. And in the middle of the party, one of the guys decided to take his keys and take his car and all of a sudden drove it into the middle of a cornfield and they put the corn right back up so you can see the car. Yeah. The car was hiding in the corn. The guys totally forgot about it. The guy couldn't find his car. So about a week later, they found the car. Well, the farmer did when he was out there chopping corn. Oh. <laughs> he was like, whatever. Uh, and uh, I guess the farmer knew all of them. And he, like, just barely, he came up to it. And he saw that there was a car in the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he gave a call. Um, you know that car? You said the one, you know, you couldn't find your car? Found yeah. it. Yeah, found it, dickhead. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, to be young and dumb again. Now we're just old and stupid. Yep. Uh, um, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, one of our listeners, Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had his first DJ gig last night. He did. Night. I was going to go out there, but yeah. I was too drunk and nobody was going to drive me. It looked like uh, things went well for him by the uh, videos that I saw on Snap. He looked like he was faking it till he made it. Yeah. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. <laughs> he was doing all the quote-unquote DJ moves by throwing his hand up in the air. And- yeah. Making the crowd go wild, as it were. <laughs> yeah, you met up with me on Friday, and then uh, when I was at Lumberyard, I had DJ a birthday party, and I gave him some advice, and I told him, I said, if you want to come with me to the homecoming dance when I have to DJ it, I said, uh, I'll let you take over for a while, just, you know, like a bigger kind of system to understand mm-hmm. it, you know, any questions you need, I, I wish you the best of luck, because, you know, the older I'm getting, the more I'm just kind of like, don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and so you know if, and uh, but I did talk someday. to his. I talked to his mom today, um, and she was asking about what kind of good like booth or something. She was giving me, I you know, mm-hmm. give me an idea of what you know. I told her a foldable booth because, I guess, some idiots last night knocked over the table. Oh yeah, it happens, and it always happens. I said, no matter what, you're not going to be able to stop drunk people from being idiots. I said, I've already had speakers that fell onto the ground and. Mm-hmm. Especially in a bar setting where there's not a yep. lot of room in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, you can't get a you can't avoid that. You've always got a plan to buy you always gotta have a plan to buy another speaker if one blows. Yep. If you've got gigs coming up. it's just part of the part of the business of doing that shit. The big motherfuckers if your laptop goes. Yeah, that's, and I even told him that too. I said, because that laptop that I have, I bought it like six years ago and it was two grand at the time. Mm-hmm. But I told him, I says, I've never, this one right here, I says, I've never had an issue with it. I'm like, thing works flawlessly. I have, you know, I mean, I told him, I says, don't go cheap. 
because if you go cheap, your layup top is going to freeze, stall, and then all of a sudden you're going to be in the middle yeah. of a gig. And yeah, you, if your if your equipment freezes in the middle of shit, yeah, you better have a disc man with you <laughs> with an auxiliary cable, <laughs> or else a microphone and just start singing Michael <laughs> McDonald songs all night long. <laughs> yeah, because his mom texted me, be like. You want to come out here? I told him just to grab one of my mix CDs you made back in 2001 and just play that all night. I'm like, number one stunner. Uh, what was the other one? Quarter, quarter nickel, penny, dime. Oh, yeah. Dime, quarter, nickel, penny. penny. You got a million dollars like you got so many. Nappy Roots, y'all. Yep. I heard they were coming out with another album. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Or a single or something, but I haven't looked in a while. So I think the last time they hit big older, was maybe. when they had Ana and uh, Nappy Roots. Or Nappy, what was the other Ana one? was the... Ana, and then... The, then there was Dime Quarter Nickel Penny, and then there was... Uh, uh, what the hell was the other song that me and Robert always listened to? The Country Boys on the Ride with them big fat grills on the side. Yeah, that was Ana. Oh, yeah. Uh, here, I have it on my phone. I'll just like, look at the I name of the care. song. It was moving on. Oh, Poe folks. Oh, there was another one that I'm thinking of. Oh, there was Good Day on uh, Not. Good and... Day was another good one, but uh, Twang. That's Twang. the name of the song. Oh. Twang was my me and me and Robert. <clears throat> yeah, that was one of those lesser known songs that everybody should have known because it was so fucking good. Yeah, but we'll play it every once in a while because it's still on the jukeboxes around here. There'll be on uh. <laughs> Dime quarter nickel penny and twang. I'm like, yeah, play twang. Uh, so I uh, wanted to bring this up to you then as well. I mentioned that to you that uh, my mother's cousin, because he was up here for the surprise birthday party. Mm-hmm. And last night, then we went out to uh, eat. And after that was done, we uh, went back to my parents. They have a bar downstairs. And we all sat down and had a, an after dinner drink, if you were to say. Ooh, uh, wee. And, uh, my uh, sister and, uh, you know, we were talking about the podcast and stuff like that. And we are listening to it a little bit downstairs last night. He was he was impressed, you know. And mm. in the middle of it, we were uh, discussing or my sister asked uh, or what our next uh, supper club was. And so she was like, oh, wait, never mind. I do remember. I listened to it last week. And uh, he was wanting to know what it was all about. So we explained it to him what we do for our supper club. And he brought up this great idea, and I am going to go ahead, and I'm going to order it. He says, what you should do, he says, get a state map of Wisconsin of all the supper clubs. Hmm. He's like, there's going to probably be some that are not, that you went to that are not there. And what you do is you, where you, the star would be for the supper club, you, like, highlight it. And then right next to it, you put whatever you ranked it. And then at the end of it, any year or whatever, you can just show your journey on this map of what you all did for that year. No. Yeah. And I was like, that is a great idea. So I uh, I went on Etsy today, this morning, and I bought a Supper Club of Wisconsin, a newer uh, newer map. And the only one that I did not have that we did go to, otherwise all the other ones are on there, uh, was Hillcrest, which is actually our leader right now. Yeah, that's the best fucking one. So... It had uh, Maiden Lake and it has Weatherwood, but it did not have Hillcrest on it. Well, those fucking losers. Yeah. So, but we can make a star where it would be, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and we'll put our rank there, and right next to it, we'll put whatever rank we. Uh, so, 
And then he said you can just like, you know, kind of if you wanted to make a, a fake road or whatever, the way you went and the way you back. So Oh, with string? <laughs> he, there you go. Like uh, Charlie Day and <laughs> where he's like, Karen, up at HR. Until <laughs> it turns out there is no Karen. <laughs> <laughs> he's smoking cigarettes. Yep. And, uh, that's like the most famous Charlie meme that there's ever been. Yeah. So, yep. So <clears throat> I ordered that. And uh, so... I'll be able to take a picture of that then at some point and put that on our uh, end of year. Yeah. Um, supper club of the year uh, for 2022. Hillcrest is in the lead. Yes. It's going to take a lot to knock off that bad boy. Yeah. But we'll see what the Washington Inn has to offer after their cockroach salad bar has been replaced. <laughs> my, 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 no, we'll save we'll save that story for when we actually go there. My my parents even brought it up. You're gonna have somebody drive, right? I'm like, well, yeah, because they already yeah. know. Like, double bubble's gonna kill you before you even get to the. I've never gone there to a double bubble where I was able to drive. <laughs> Four miles away from home, and we're still gonna need a DD. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. <laughs> It's opening day. Let's go pack. Go pack, go. We're watching uh, fantasy football things, fiddling with our lineups and our fantasy football yep. leagues, just in case there's an injury that we don't know about. Well, everything is always last minute. I, yep. Luckily, I just found out that my tight end, good old George Kittle, is. They didn't know if he was gonna. He was questionable. And now, sounds like he's they always wait till the last goddamn always, minute. Exactly. And I had sons make, of bitches. I mean, could you imagine all of a sudden it's the first week of fantasy football and then you end up putting somebody that's on the IR? Yeah. yeah. I've, oh, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. But I love how every single fantasy football thing you look at is completely different. Like, I, I follow fantasy pros on, uh, like, Instagram and their YouTube yeah. channel. And now I'm looking at fantasy football now. On ESPN, on the ranking it's the totally fucking yeah. different. I can see already. I mean, they have like they have Aaron Rodgers at number eight. Well, yeah, that's most people do. But like the first three, those are totally backwards from right there. Yeah, like most of them have like Jalen Hurts being number, number one th- and Lamar Jackson two, and then they'll have Kyler Murray up there in the top five. I don't know. I think it, I think they're all making money off of totally guessing, and we should start our own fantasy football advice column and charge a dollar for our advice, and we just get to sit back and go, sorry, thought it was going to work out. We should get uh, <laughs> we should get some antique plates, and every now and then, if we uh, think whatever, all the other supposed uh, journalists, professional journalists, I think they know everything about fantasy football, we'll be like, nope, and we throw a glass, where we throw a plate onto the ground. Well, then we just go to some rummage sales. and Yeah. I mean, the, don't they do it lap for... Who's the uh, guy like, from ESPN? Todd Berry or... Who's Todd like McShay. The, McShay. Be like, McShay's wrong. <laughs> yeah. McShay's a prick. <laughs> Who's the other one, too? They're like the mate... The, the mate uh, Mel Kuyper. Oh, fuck Mel Kuyper and his... His dago mustache and his greasy hair. <laughs> dago mustache. <laughs> I mean, look at They put Derek Carr at number 12. Yeah, fuck. I I hate I hate fantasy football. And yeah. I'm mad that I'm in it again because it just makes me angry. Because then they show me like the spread. It's like I clearly had one of the best drafts out of anybody out of the seven players in our total points league. So then I put in my lineup and it's like, oh, the point spread is 
eight and a half not in your favor. It's like, how? I got the best players. Well, the matchups and them. It's like, your fucking computer program oh, that, yeah, doesn't know the, shit. When they do that projected points. Yeah. And I'm just like, you don't know shit. I never look at that. No, I ignore neither do it. I. But then I look at it and I'm like, fuck you. Well, I look at it this way. You don't know, computer. The guy, that the guy that I'm playing this week, his tight end played on Thursday night and his tight end was projected to have nine and a half or 10 points and he only ended up with a 1.5 points. Well, that's because he's a loser. Exactly. Who was it? Ah. Well, there's only two tight ends that played, so it's yeah. got to be one or the other. Uh, it was. Yeah, I can go right now. Either the Hawkinson or, or no, wait, Hawkinson doesn't play for the Rams anymore. No. Um, Matchup. Here it is. Who won? The Rams Knox. and oh, Dawson, Dawson Knox. Knox. Yep. Yeah, he was. He ended up I with one reception for six or five yards. But, I mean, tight ends, especially in fantasy football, are, if you're not one of the top three guys, it doesn't matter. No. The next ten guys, you can – it doesn't matter who you draft. Everybody right now is uh, – I even saw Aaron Jones was making a high praise of how Robert Tanyan was uh, – Say that again. Tanyan. <laughs> one more time. Tanya. One more time. <laughs> Tanya. Tanyan? Robert Tanyan. Okay, there you um, go. <laughs> how he's – they said, watch out, this guy is going to be explosive this year. I mean, because they were asking about him and A.J. <laughs> Dillon, you know, being the first snap he sprains his ACL. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about how having A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, the, the dynamic, the two powerhouses of the NFL right now with the one-two, the one-two punch in the backfield. And then all of a sudden Aaron Jones says, instead of talking about us, let's talk about uh, Tanya, Tanyan. And uh, about what he's been There's doing. No A in his name. Tanyan. Yeah, there Onion. is. No, there There's isn't. There's an A. Yes, there is. It's oh, at the end. It's T O N though. Y A N. How do you? Tanyan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell a word. Tell me how you pronounce it. Okay. Tun. T O N. Tanyan. Tanyan. All right. Now you got it. it. Sounds like something you would order at a Chinese restaurant. I'll have a bag of Tanyans. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I take those sativas, I go right for the Tanyans. <laughs> Next time I go and run seventeen out of edible, be like, can I get a basket of Tanyan? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> All right, oh, they've been just talking about it. It's like onion rings on a flatbread pizza. It's a Tanyan. <laughs> So yeah, go pack, go. Um, I hate fucking football season. Badgers suck. Let's see, I'm going over my notes. Packers fantasy football. Badgers suck. Yeah, that covers sports. <laughs> Brewers suck too. Brewers suck even too, though they're yeah. on like a two game winning streak. No, they're on a one game winning streak. They won last night. That okay, was okay. So they lost they on lost Friday. Four out of the last five. <laughs> and nobody's gonna give two shits about them today because gonna... the Packer game is on. Well, they're not gonna make the playoffs. I don't think. No, so. they're not going to. So I'm wearing my Brewers gear today in memoriam because <laughs> their season's pretty much over. What a what a disappointment. They should have had two seasons. They should have a spring season and a fall season. We could have won the spring season. That's how they always are. They I always know, come up before hot. the before the All Star break, remember boy, that, we could have so many World Series. I remember at that point there were <clears> eight <throat> games in first, and you're like, "Ooh, this is the year." It's like, ah, no, this is gonna happen like it always does every year. It's a marathon, not yes. a sprint. We need an 80-game season for the Brewers to win a World Series. You want to know what's a uh, a good rivalry right now is the Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets. They are like within a game of each other, and the Mets have, or I mean, the Braves have just gone crazy. I think they've been 35 and like four or five in the past 
you know, a month and a half, close to. Hmm. And Jerry Seinfeld, who is a big, huge Mets fan, has now said that the reason why the Mets are falling is because ever since Edwin Diaz came out with that trumpets from Narco, that ever since then they got too, uh, too ahead of themselves, and uh, now it's turning into a, a circus. Oh, fuck you. That's the best entrance in baseball. And I think of Kenny Powers every time I hear it. So then somebody decided to bring out great stats of the Mets. They sucked during the... Uh, the airing of Seinfeld versus after the <laughs> finale, and they showed what the Mets records, <laughs> the Mets record was, and it goes Jerry Seinfeld was the curse the whole time. Yeah, take that goddamn show off the air. Yeah, so that's what they were saying. They're saying that uh, while Seinfeld was on that, uh, that that is was the curse. They called it the Seinfeld curse. He is cursed. With all his money and cars and success, yeah, he does. Did he still have his <laughs> show yet? Was it driving in cars or something like uh, that? Or? Comedians having coffee, or comedians in cars having and coffee, coffee. That's it. Does he they still were, have that? Or? I don't know. It was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if he moved it to YouTube or something like that. But it had like four or five seasons, and I remember watching like the first two were really good. Um, speaking of YouTube, when the fuck did political ads take over fucking YouTube now too? Every time I turn on a fucking video on YouTube, Ron Johnson says this, Mandela Bards is a devil. And <laughs> like they go back to back and it's I can't I skip them. I yeah, can't skip they won't can't let you skip, skip them nope. either. It's like when the fuck I used to watch YouTube exclusively because I didn't have to fucking watch those type commercials. And now you can't not watch them because it's oh Well, what they say they so angry. the average amount the average uh that is put into a political campaign is just astronomical yeah well that's why because they have to most commercials even like car commercials like toyota after 10 seconds you can skip it so to make a ad not skippable you have to pay a boatload of money for that yeah and it's every fucking video i watch i haven't seen a car commercial (laughs) on youtube in like six months you don't know that you say that i haven't seen a cls commercial lately either yeah yeah what the hell, pharmacy? Or if of- if the fucking political <laughs> campaigns are outbidding pharmacy company, pharmaceuticals. Could you imagine if the oh political? God. Could you imagine if a political ad was like Mandela Barnes didn't take Cialis like when he was supposed to, <laughs> unlike Ron Johnson. <laughs> it's a combination campaign yeah. pharmaceutical company commercial. Do you want your? Do you want the next guy running for your do Senate you- not to take the proper? Do you want to smile like Rod Johnson has? That takes Cialis. <laughs> this is brought to you by the campaign of the Republican Party and Cialis. Mandela and Barnes. <laughs> Mandela Barnes is the side effect. Anal leakage. <laughs> Ugh, I'm so sick of it. Is it? Yeah. November is the election, right? Yep. I think it's usually isn't it the is Super it? Tuesday, Super first Tuesday, Tuesday in first Tuesday. And then thank November. God, because then after that it'll be. That's what it is. It goes and it starts all the way. In a year and a half, we'll have the same thing with the yeah. presidential fucking bullshit. That's how it always goes. It's, it's like you realize. Well, maybe they know what they're doing. They're getting people so upset that they just don't want to go out and vote. You know, it pisses some people off so much. It's like you know what? Y'all can go fuck yourselves. I'm staying home. I just don't want to see these fucking commercials. You want to know um, what probably would be the winner one is if you don't even put really much money into a campaign ad and all you do is have one commercial and you do this. You're like standing there like, just say it was you. Hi, I'm Big Daddy. <laughs> I know you're getting sick of all these political ads, so I'm going to tell you something right now. 
either you can or not vote for me. I mean, you voted for Donnelly. Why not for me? And then that's Donnelly. it. No, my here's my political ad. Like if I was running against Mandela Barnes, for yeah. example. Okay. Like there'd be like, it's nonstop Mandela Barnes commercials. And I have one commercial out there. It's a 10 second commercial. I'm on the screen. I take a sip of beer. And I go, fuck Mandela Barnes. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) This ad paid for by the Republican Party or Libertarian Party of Wisconsin. That would actually be a really good one. (laughs) Fuck Mandela Barnes, Rod Johnson. (laughs) Because I'd run third party. Right. (laughs) That's how it should be. Uh, Do you have any bad news? Oh my God! Do I have a, an assortment amount of bad news? Well, I'm light this week, so I only have one story. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Do you want to go first? Well, since I only have the one, sure. Okay. So this story I read this morning, out of uh, Dodge County, a high-speed chase ensued. Uh, Dodge County deputies engaged in a high-speed chase, followed by a very different kind of pursuit on Highway 151 on Friday afternoon. Uh, According to the Sheriff's Office, after 2 o'clock, they don't specify a.m. or p.m., deputies stopped 42-year-old Columbus man for speeding in the town of Beaver Dam. The driver then sped off from the traffic stop into the city of Beaver Dam and turned on Highway 51 on speeds over 90 miles an hour. Uh, Sheriff's lieutenant laid out road spikes and eventually stopped the vehicle on 151. Without further incident, the man was arrested on felony fleeing and a felony OWI. But then his dog escaped from the vehicle, <laughs> causing issues with traffic in both northbound and southbound lanes. The sheriff's office said the dog was finally rounded up and then given back to the owner. That's the best. Like, it's the dog's like, fuck you, cops. And he just starts running all over hell and gone. Causing traffic stops everywhere. I love it. I wish I knew what kind of dog it was. Could you imagine if the canine unit then came and then the the German shepherd started fucking the whatever, the pit bull? Or... <laughs> they lay out the I road. submit, I submit, Jesus. <laughs> they, wrote, they put the road flares around. Yeah. Like it's like a candlelight. <laughs> it's like a street fight with the cars parked with the headlights, but it's just road flares. They were just actually... I got 10 on the German shepherd. <laughs> Because there was actually just a video I saw this morning. A guy pulled over a lady, and uh, I forgot what he pulled her over for. Don't assume her pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he pulled her over. He pulled her over. And he went and he did a, uh, you know, the check, whatever. I or field sobriety test. No, it wasn't field sobriety. He just more or less just like checked oh, her the uh, license and registration. Right. Yep. And there was a guy then that was in the passenger seat. And the cop comes back, and in the middle of him talking to the lady, the driver says, "Okay." You know, I think it had to do with speeding. And all he did was gave her a warning. He says, you're all clear. You know, whatever. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. And the guy who was this, like, <laughs> like the, the the West Virginia of whites kind of looking guy. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, he's in the West passenger Virginia. seat. And uh, he decides to get out. And he starts running. And the cop <laughs> is, like, sitting there going, Ronnie, what are you doing? You have no warrants. <laughs> Ronnie. It, yeah. So then all of a sudden, he's like, Jesus Christ. So he gets in this car. And he just goes after him. And all of a sudden, Ronnie, here he has... <laughs> meth on him he's like you're an idiot he's like i was letting you guys go he's like you wouldn't even i wouldn't even know you had the meth but you obviously <laughs> just ran off thinking that you had warrants for your man 
Okay, so it's my a hell of a drug. So my bad news, uh, I have uh, I have three of them, but I'll only give you two of them. Uh, this happened in Hobart, Wisconsin. A man from Hold Depe- on, I want to go back to this because oh, okay. if I was the cop, yeah, and he just like like all right, here's your warning, and uh, <clears throat> you know, just watch your speed. Hold up, what are you doing? Well, and, and th- what are you doing? <laughs> I. All right. Well, here's your here's your warning ticket. I don't know what he's doing. Like he was giving. Like all he didn't the, have to. Yeah. But he didn't have to chase him either. No. Like, what if he just felt like running for the? He, he, <laughs> it would have been a much better like body cam footage if he was just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get me alive. <laughs> I'm not chasing you." <laughs> you know that there is a swamp right there. I'm not going in to get you. Don't make me call search and rescue, <laughs> you fucking moron. All right, next Okay, story. yeah. So Hobart, or uh, this happened in Hobart, Wisconsin. A man from De Pere told police that he wanted to make sure a woman was happily was happy after allegedly driving past her house and now facing a stalking charge. <laughs> what? Yeah. 54-year-old Gerald Cornelius Jr. is facing Cornelius. one. Cornelius! Cornelius! Uh, one count of stalking for alleged incidents between February and September of 2022. On August 27th, around 2.30 p.m., officers with the Oneida Police Department were sent to a harassment complaint at the residence in Hobart. A person who called in the complaint told authorities that Cornelius kept driving past the house and a witness said the vehicle drove past four times and it looked like Cornelius was trying to record the house when he went by. The vehicle was also reported driving on the wrong side of the road. A woman who contacted the authorities said that she knew Cornelius as they were friends at one time. Both reportedly worked at the same employer. Safeway. Yeah. <laughs> she said that she she said that he would talk to her and started trying to do things for her. Things. Yeah. Cornelius was told by the woman that she was not interested in a romantic relationship with him. And uh, it turns out the complaints involved suspicious vehicles driving past her house. She told authorities that she was afraid for her safety and even slept on the floor out of fear. What, a drive-by? I, I, I have no idea. Or maybe she just wanted to be on the floor, just ready to take it. What a weirdo. Yeah. So on September 1st, Cornelius went to the Oneida Police Department and refused to talk to officers without a lawyer. He was placed under arrest and transported to the Brown County Jail. He is now facing a felony stalking, and that's up to three and a half years in prison. Now he's got a couple other guys wanting to do things to make yeah. him happy. Now your asshole's going to get stalked <clears throat> by a bunch of dudes. Hey, hey boy, you want some extra pudding? Mm, some yeah. Extra pudding. And then the other one, I will... Uh, I want my salad tossed for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this other one is uh, quite hilarious. <clears throat> this one came out. This was on Fox 11 online. The other one was off of WFRP. Ooh. Shout out to the news organizations. Yeah. A defense attorney is charged with assaulting a sheriff's deputy after a comedy concert in Ashwaubenon. A comedy concert? Yes. Never heard of a comedy concert. Neither have I. I've heard of our comedy show. Yeah. Uh, Mark Howe, H-O-W-E, had a balance of initial appearances Wednesday before a Kiwani County judge in connection with a June 16th incident. He returns back to court on October 24th. A preliminary hearing has not been scheduled on the resisting an officer causing substantial bodily harm. The criminal complaint only identifies the victim as former Brown County Sheriff's Deputy Kelly Milks. By, yeah, by her initials. <laughs> Giving... According to the criminal complaint, Deputy Milks asked how to leave Epic, I'm assuming the Epic Event Center, yes, during yeah. the Rob Schneider performance because of <laughs> unruly conduct. 
Apparently, his act was killing. <laughs> <laughs> After about 10 minutes later, Howell was found in the parking lot screaming, reaching into the flower pots, and f- throwing the soil around. Not his own soil, but the soil of the pots. So, okay, what's this deputy's last name? Milks? Milks. Milks. And how is the and how is the attorney? Okay. Dad? So Deputy Milks walked to the mail, asked him to come over to her as Deputy Milks activated her body camera. The mail clearly saw Deputy, the deputy, and tried quick joggingly away from Deputy around the vehicle parked nearby. You can't catch me. Yeah. Milks <laughs> attempted to take hold of the male's arm to take him into custody. The male pushed depu- the deputy away as he continued to run around the vehicle. You can't catch me. He really did say that. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. Wouldn't that be funny, though? Deputy, so what you get? Well, you get female cops. Yep. Deputy Milks again caught up with the male and attempted to take him into custody. Then deputy grabbed the male's shirt as she attempted to gain control of him. The male continued to pull away from the deputy and began to fall, and the male fell with her. Ooh. So some type of sexual. A little sexy, sexy yeah. times. Deputy Milks felt instant pain in her left knee as she felt it pop. Deputy Milks fell to the ground and wasn't able to move her leg up. And Howe how was eventually arrested, placed in a squad car, and taken to jail the whole time this was going on. Officer Pereira reports Howe continued to yell and scream at the Brown County deputies while traveling to jail. Howe informed officers that he could not believe that the short, ugly, fat female had arrested him. (laughs) (laughs) Howe stated this several times. According to the Sheriff's Department, the officer required needed surgery and extensive rehabilitation. Milk subsequently resigned as her deputy position to pursue another career, probably comedy. I doubt yeah. it. Be like, let me tell you about this one time. I was at a Rob Schneider <laughs> comedy concert. And yes. uh, I'm sorry, but a single female, unless she's built like China or uh, the former wrestler China yes. or like a fucking bodybuilder, you just don't have the body weight or physical strength to overpower somebody like me. Okay. You're going to. If I say no, I'm not letting you handcuff me. Guess what? You're not handcuffing me. You're going to need some help. So just call for backup because I'm sorry. There's this big thing on a podcast I uh, watch, Legion of Skanks, uh, where they're doing a big thing on female officers, like all this girl power bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Hey, it's fine. Be be an officer, but be realistic. If you got a 300-pound dude and you're a 180-pound and that's big for a female. You think you're going to take that guy to the ground and handcuff him because you're not? No. <laughs> it's just, I don't care if you are a bodybuilder. I can still swat you away like a fucking fly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like watching the American Gladiators. You could watch, like, Ice and Diamond and all them, and they're I all muscular. I could Diamond up, yeah. right? <laughs> and you even see some of the girls. I, I forgot what that one is called where they come swinging at them and they have to try to knock them off. Or oh, even the, the jumps. Yeah. Or even the joust when they have to do the joust when mm-hmm. they're on the platforms, and I watched it. I, I watch it every now and then, and I like watch like a hundred and thirty pound girl knock the shit out of a like ice or diamond who was all muscular, you know, whatever. It's that. It's, it's, give me that. Give me that short, pudgy little officer. She can cannonball right into the yeah. ice and knock her the fuck out because. She's got 20 pounds on her. But it turns out, I just wanted to finish the story, all eight of the Brown County judges recused themselves from the Crick case because how regularly appears before them. So it was then assigned to a Kiwani County judge and prosecutor. Hmm. So. Well, look at that. The law actually being 
not biased. Yeah, the guy's still gonna get assault on an officer. He and, is, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck! Ah, that rock. And he was, a, he was I a, swear to God, he was a former district attorney. Yeah, <laughs> he should have known better. But he was probably on math, and he was throwing potted plant soil around. Well, I mean, if you're going to a Rob Schneider comedy concert. I mean, that was the funniest part of the whole night. The comedy concert. (laughs) I've never heard of a comedy concert. I've heard of a concert where you go, like, musicians are playing. but comedy show or set or... Or maybe Rob Schneider got on. The other maybe thing. Rob Schneider Rob... got on, on got on guitar and started yeah. play, singing. Here's the other bad news: Rob Schneider's doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, is this your smoking lamp? <laughs> he just yeah, he just goes on and does all the famous characters that Adam Sandler wrote for him. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> that's all he does. That's his show, and he walks off. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is that all the bad news? I did actually have one, but I don't know if I should do all three of them. Save it for next week. I will save it for next week. Just in case week. it's a slow news week, which it well, probably here, won't here's, be. Uh, I'll give some uh, up or some other bad news. So on Wednesday at work, <laughs> I got a hook caught in my ear. <laughs> a hook? <laughs> a hook. Like what kind of didn't hook? Didn't you ever see that scab that I have right here on the ear? Sure didn't, bud. Oh, uh, yeah, well... So what ended up happening was is we have a line that uh, for all of our metal parts before it goes into powder coat, goes through washers and then it'll go through the powder coating. But we have to go and we have to put these hooks on and then we put the metal parts on. So what and, kind of hook? Uh, like a S hook or yeah, like a C hook kind of, okay. but it's a it's a very strong, durable like metal hook. How big are we talking? Well, the hook that ended up hooking me was probably from where the chain line starts. I would say it was hanging down probably about three feet, and our chain line is probably about eight feet in the air. And the hook itself is... Yeah, it hangs down like from where the top of it is. It's probably about maybe two and a half. Okay, how would you get hooked? So anyway, I was in the middle of putting these parts. We uh, put these certain parts. It's got to be done by a certain space and, you know, what mm-hmm. kind of hooks. Some of them are straight. Some of them are side hooks. And you're, hook- you're putting them on these hooks to go into powder coating, right? Right. Uh, okay. To go into the washers first before it and goes into powder okay. coating. Okay, yep. And uh, these C-hooks... Uh, these were side ones, and they were there. Uh, they faced the opposite way, so one would be facing when I was in the middle of putting uh, the ones before that. Usually, there should be a, a, a little bit of a, a more of a space that way you can get your time to put these parts on before the next round comes through. Anyway, okay, whatever. So I'm finishing up that one. I turn around, and as I turn to the right, all of a sudden there was a hook already coming, and it went right into my ear. And now I may remind you, this is on a... a assembly line. Yeah, assembly line. So the, the line's going. And it so were you walking? Me. You were walking <laughs> with the toes. hook be like, stop, stop. And uh, my team leader, she's like, I saw it. And everybody's like, kind of like, didn't know what to do. And Hit I watched. the emergency break. Well, and uh, so I thought that the hook went completely through my ear, like cartilage and all. Yeah, it didn't? <laughs> it didn't. Oh. But I finally, about five seconds later, got the hook off and hear it like, Went, you know, did a really nice job, and but luckily no cartilage. It didn't puncture? No, didn't puncture. Just scraped the shit out yeah, of the inside it, of your ear? So then I told the nurse, like, because what will happen is you have to fill out an incident report, yeah. um, and it will have to be considered a recordable injury if you go to the doctor mm-hmm. because it's for lost time, which I don't understand it. But I did not want to make it recordable. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, and when I was 18, I pierced my own ear, <laughs> you know, and the nurse like, She's like, what were you thinking? I says, I was trying to give myself a gauge, but I gave it in the wrong area, you know. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> you are a smart one. The the funny thing though was is everybody was like looking at me and they even said then the next day they're like he didn't even flinch. Like he didn't tear up or cry. I says, I'm a man, damn it. <laughs> I says, I will take pain. That's and, what his boyfriend tells us anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that was the bad news then is but luckily now like it's gone and like the scabbing is going away, whatever. And uh um everybody was like, do you need to get a tetanus shot? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, I won't turn into a zombie. Yet. Yet. I'll wait. Until no, they say you should always do that just in case because, like, a week later, mm-hmm. if all of a sudden something pops up because of it yeah, and it's not recordable, the company doesn't owe you shit. Yeah, and I even said, too, I said, I don't want to screw up everybody. I think we're, like, on our safety days right now. I think it's, like, 200 and some consecutive days. If we hit 365, <laughs> we get a free jacket. Ooh! Yeah. So I don't want to screw our it's company over. It's probably a shitty windbreaker. Could you imagine Yeah, that? watch next week some <laughs> fucking dipshit, yeah. like... Drop something on his toe and breaks it. Well, I just don't want. You're to like, be- God damn it! I should have went to the doctor for the fucking ear. Yeah, it hurts still. Could you imagine? All of a sudden, I did make make it into a recordable injury, and uh, we had to start all over. And it's all of a sudden like the Warriors. When I go to work on Monday, there's a bunch Warriors. of guys. They're all just sitting up against the wall. Hey, that's the guy right there. That's him. <laughs> He's the one that fucked us out of our jacket. Warriors, come on, play. Yes. So yeah, that was uh, that was the last of the bad news. Well, I don't have any, so uh, I'm ripping, raring, ready to get a fucking bear tonight. Is what I'm. I hope you do, buddy. I hope you actually. Get but that before really- that, I went back into the archives of comedians. Yes, and I found uh, Al Madrigal does a lot of acting these days, but he has one of the best stand-up comedy albums called "Why Is the Rabbit Crying." And there's a reason for that bit. He's got a bit that's very good that's his closer. I didn't pick that bit, but I picked another one that I fucking love off this album. Uh, He's one of the guys who started All Things Comedy. Um, It's a group, uh, a business built by comedians for comedians to try. I think they started that... uh, what the hell was it? It's either Comedy Dynamics or CISO. CISO went out of business. They were trying to independently put out comedy specials. Okay. But that failed miserably. But then that turned into all things comedy, I think. Or, it, you know, a couple comedians like Bill Burr and Al Madrigal and a couple other guys all started all things comedy then after CISO failed. And, uh, you know, they promote each other. They try and put out, you know, work with companies to put out specials. So... Al's pretty important in the world of comedy, but this is going back 10 years to his album. A little uh, Magic Mushrooms trip happens on this little bit here. Enjoy, Al Magic. I had a cleaning lady in college. No shit. I really did. It wasn't my cleaning lady. It was... I had a rich, druggy roommate in college, freshman year. It was roommate Lotto. It was like a Rodney Dangerfield back-to-school situation. (laughs) That I just stumbled into. Moved off campus, luxury apartment, beer on tap. It was awesome. And one of the craziest things happened to me in my entire life. I mean, we had a cleaning lady come every single Monday. Her name was Leonicia. We called her Liam Neeson. We thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Who knew it would still be relevant? From Dark Man to the Taken Two, you know, these guys cranking out the movies. So 
Liam Neeson is down in the laundry room. 50-year-old Guatemalan woman, Bible in her purse, nicest lady you ever met, downstairs and doing laundry. Druggy roommate's not home, but druggy roommate girlfriend is. Nobody knows his character better than Austin, I'll tell you that, because I've been walking around. This baked, freshly showered, but still a little dirty. Rosanna Arquette look-alike. Eating grape nuts, cackling at the television, going, <laughs> She's on the couch, like she always is. We get a knock at the door. It's Super Mario. It, the super from the building, whose name was Mario. It's the easiest nicknaming anyone's ever done. Overalls, plumbing equipment, mustache. We'd be playing Nintendo, going, he's right there. This is so crazy. <laughs> so Super Mario knocks on the door and says, hey, man, Liam Neeson is down. He was in on the nickname, too. <laughs> Liam Neeson is down in the laundry room, acting crazy, mumbling something about chocolates. That's when druggy roommate girlfriend Rosanna Arquette goes, uh-oh. <laughs> What about chocolates? <laughs> Turns out that they had a bowl of mushroom-infused chocolates on their dresser. So psychedelic mushrooms injected into the heart of, like, seized candy wrapped in foil, like you'd see in somebody's cubicle. Reese's peanut butter cups and miniatures. Like, go ahead, take one. Well, she did. She's on two tripping her balls off in a laundry room. I'm the only one capable of helping out. So I go down there, investigate. Look in the laundry room. Sure enough, 50-year-old Guatemalan woman holding a sock, laughing at the dryers. Ha! <laughs> Holy shit, this is happening. Okay. I say, Leonisia, are you all right? Everything okay? Is bueno? Mr. Al, <laughs> I haven't eaten anything all day except the chocolates. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so I gather her laundry and some lint animals she's created, and I bring it upstairs. Rosanna Arquette, no help at all in this situation. First words out of her mouth. She goes, Liam Neeson, you should go dancing. <laughs> Come here for a second. Can I talk to you? First of all, she doesn't know her nickname is Liam Neeson. <laughs> Secondly, no one's doing any dancing. We're lucky we don't go to jail here. This is a serious situation. You don't have anything useful to suggest, and you just shut the fuck up. So now I've got to explain to this woman that she's on drugs for the first time in her entire life. I'm third-generation Mexican from San Francisco. I'm assimilation mission accomplished. All right? But I'm working on speaking some better Spanish. My Spanish is shit, but I got CDs and some tapes, you know, I'm listening. And I got some thing program on the internet that I'm doing. No Rosetta Stone will ever prepare you to tell a 
50-year-old Guatemalan woman with laminated letters from the Corinthians in her purse that she's about to take a solo trip to Shroomtown. But I do my best. And one of the side effects of listening to this many lessons is that I can't help but sound like the guy in the tapes. So I say, Dionisia, escuche. Los chocolates son drogas. Los chocolates son drogas? Sí, los chocolates son drogas. She reacts the same way you'd expect a 50-year-old Latina woman to act, and she has found out she's been taking mushrooms for the very first time in her entire life. She freaks the fuck out. I don't do the drugs. I don't do the drugs. No drugs. No drugs. I think partially upset because she's having a pretty good time on the drugs. She's seen her in this laundry room. It's amazing. Calm her down. Rub her back. It's Oprah's on. Bring her a water. Rosanna Arquette fucks me up again. She goes, you should get her a beer. Before I can say anything, Liam Neeson pops her head up and says, yes, I would like a beer. Oh, shit. Now she wants to party. And I say, sorry, ladies, I just went to the refrigerator and got the water. And while we have mushroom-infused chocolates on the menu today, we do not have any beers at the moment. Forgetting that she is a referral from other people in the apartment building, she holds up a big-ass set of keys and says, I know who has beer. (laughs) Within seconds, I'm off on this mushroom-infused Scooby-Doo Goldilocks quest with these two idiots. Looking for brewskis in other people's apartments. She really does take us right to the beer in this old guy's place. You know, an old guy you'd see in an apartment building you never talk to. You see him at the mailboxes and you're like, oh, there's that fucking guy. I'm in his place. And she's wanting to dish now on all of his stuff. She wants to tell me all about him. She says these words. She goes, he has antique dolls on his bed. And sometimes when I'm cleaning, they look at me. I was like, well, fucking don't go in there now. It's the last thing you want to see. The mushrooms is some porcelain antique dolls. It really is number one on the things you don't want to see on mushrooms. Second being taxidermied wolves. And number three, if you're a Guatemalan lady doing mushrooms for the first time, a mirror. Look at my face. <laughs> so we get the beers and go back to my place. She never came back that day. I don't know what happened to her. I do know that she had to go to a hair appointment over her pastor's wife's hair salon. She must have been fucking crazy. And I'm pretty sure that's the title of a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, <laughs> But she did leave us with this. We were holding hands at one moment, right before she left. And she said, Mr. Al, on Sunday, I was reading the Bible to the children. And now, I'm under the ragas. (laughs) 
I was like, yeah, that's pretty much how it fucking happens. You gotta watch out. Watch out for that stuff. Bad news. <laughs> no dragas. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all that. Uh go check that album out. I'm trying I've never seen him live. I don't think he's ever been to Wisconsin, to tell you the truth. But I saw him he's like in uh he's in some Marvel movie as one like a detective. Him and Tyrese were detectives in I don't know what the fuck. I'm trying to remember what Marvel movies I've seen lately recently oh i watched fucking thor love and thunder let me tell you fucking don't watch that movie fucking cunts they that, ruin that bad well maybe it's okay for people who've never read any comic ever in their whole life but let me tell you they f- <laughs> fucked up the greatest Thor story of all time. Yeah, but isn't that what they're always doing now? I've yeah, but this that with a lot of them. This up. is like beyond fucking it up. This is they. Oh my god! Settle down, hey! Oh, oh my god! Wow. I'm so angry. I mean, it, it after looked, watching that, I I was just steamed. Well, like you had Tourette's for a second there. Yeah. Oh, so like Thor, the God Butcher, and God Bomb are like a storyline. Where basically this, you know, being on a planet, you know, he prays to the gods and save us this, save us, you know, all the crops go to shit. Yep. There, and he finally finds two gods fighting, and he wants one of the guys is like, "Help me!" And he's like, "Help you? You fuckers haven't helped me and my his family died, his wife with was pregnant and fell to her death." Mm-hmm. Uh, he's carrying his son and trying to find water and his son died of dehydration, just constant. So his, he's infected by this thing called the necro sword, which they actually have a sword in the movie. Whereas in the comics, it's more of like a symbiote type thing that covers his body and his arm becomes a sword type thing. Yep. And it's dark. This fucking comic story is dark. And they try and fucking laugh it up and comedy up it in this goddamn movie. And, I mean, Christian Bale does a pretty good job as the bad guy because he's a great actor. Yes. But it's not the fucking character from the comics. Oh, my God. I could go on and on and on and on about this. But let me tell you, if just even if you don't like reading, the imagery... Of the illustrations, I texted Robert after watching it Friday night, and he's like, yeah, one of my friends who's into comics said it was a fucking horseshit, too. I'm like, here's a couple, like, I went to my books and took pictures to send him. I'm like, doesn't this look fucking awesome? Why couldn't they do this in the goddamn movie? And he's like, yeah, that does look pretty cool. I'm like, there's not a lot of words in comics. I mean, you read a couple, but it's mostly pictures. Yep. But it's told in such a way, and the fucking illustrations are so goddamn good. Just somebody, go out there. Take the time. I think it's even on YouTube where it's like a, it's like a, almost two hours long where it goes through all the comics, and there's voice actors that read the uh, 
parts of the different characters talking on in the pages so it's still screen like shows the pages of the comic and goes like frame by frame slowly and shows you all the pictures and the 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 voice actors are being the characters speaking out loud so it's like a book on tape just do that even if you don't want to go fucking read the actual book because the story is so un-goddamn believable and they Fucked it all up in this goddamn movie. But isn't that what usually what Hollywood does anyway? Is they'll screw up, a, uh, you know, what would be a great book, and they turn it into a movie, and the movie is shit. I don't care. I'm if, just saying that Hollywood <laughs> screws. They, 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 they Somebody's screw- suits needed to get in, get their dirty little grubby fuck fingers in there. Oh my god, did they fuck it up? Could it, you imagine if you actually had real fans actually make the movie instead of people who are? You know, it'd go way over budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, with CGI these days, I mean, it's be- yeah, that's expensive as fuck. Because you got to hire ten programmers at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What do you piece. think is probably the most? I didn't. Even, I just just off the top of your head, what you would think probably the most CGI'd movie of all time? You think Avatar? I was thinking Titanic. Avatar. Everything CGI in that movie. That is true. Like every frame. Ah, Except I, I, for the when they're like outside of the army bases. Mm-hmm. Never, but the main characters are those blue fucking people, and that's 100% CGI. And the world that they're in doesn't exist, so that's 100% CGI. Yep. And now the new Avatar movie is coming out, and I've seen that. That's 100% CGI. So... And then you've got Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Yeah. But it, you know, it, every character in Avatar is like the Gollum character where they have to have the person in one of those suits with all the ping pong balls around them, you know? Yep. I mean, that easily is the most CGI movie of all time. Well, they are saying right now, you are correct, uh, Avatar was uh, the most, uh, then followed by Transformers. Yeah, I suppose. And then Tron. And actually, Tron going all the way back to 1982. That Tron and not the Neutron? Well, and the Neutron, but they were talking about how... Neutron's a word, too. Yeah, but I mean... (laughs) Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. (laughs) Jimmy Neutron. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, think about 1982. There really wasn't that much, you know, for CGI back then. No. Gladiator was also the Matrix. Yeah, back... The last Starfighter, which I... Do not remember. Yeah, I watched that too. And it's Spider-Man okay. Three, Hollow Man. Spider-Man Three with the symbiotes with Venom. Yeah, I can see that. Jurassic Park, Star Trek, and Star Wars, and oh. the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Oh, is that David the one Bowie with and the... Jenny Jennifer oh, Carpenter? No, I was thinking of. Uh... Oh, what the fuck is that movie? It's like based in World War Two, and this girl falls down into like a hole and then there's a there's like a creature and it its eyes are in the hands what the fuck was that movie called uh, was that willow no 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 holy shit um i don't know why i want to call it labyrinth but i know it's not true because yeah labyrinth was with david, david bowie. bowie but uh damn it I don't even... Pause it for a second, because i got to look this up, and it's going to take a while. Okay, we're going to pause this, because we have to try to find out what this is. Hang on. I just got to make sure I hit pause and not stop. Well, either way, it wouldn't matter. Okay. 
So I'm looking for this fucking thing. And I, I got Benicio Del Toro in my head, but he's an actor. And yep. I know the director of this movie has a similar name. name and finally I found it. it was Guillermo Del Toro. And he had a movie called Pan's Labyrinth. So it had the word labyrinth. In yes. It. Yeah. Anyway, that movie was fucking amazing. If you've never seen that, that probably got a lot of CGI just because she's... The, it's set in World War Two. This girl runs away from her farm because uh, Nazi soldiers are overrunning the area. Yeah. Something like that. She falls into like a hole and it's like labyrinth where it's uh, another world, basically. But there's this fucking creature there that like it doesn't have any eyes on its face its eyes are in its hands so it has to put its hands up like with open palms and that its eyes are in, like holy fuck it's, it's supposed to be like a pg-13 you know slightly kids movie yeah and that's scary as fuck but it's a great movie I'm, now i want to rewatch it so i'm gonna have to put that in my amazon playlist playlist the watch list or whatever it's called. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan. And I'm assuming 8. they would probably 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. What year was that movie out, do you know? It was 2006. Oh, so it was just a, you know, not an older, I mean, it is an older movie, but not as. It's a dark fantasy film. Written, directed, and co-produced by Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. That guy kind of awesome. sounds like something Bruce Buffer would say as he's coming to the <laughs> ring. Oh, Guillermo del Toro! <laughs> Easy, bud. Well. <laughs> but he he does a lot of those fantasy movies. He did that one, uh, The Shape of Water, basically where that mm-hmm. woman fell in love with a fucking merman. Uh, Nightmare Alley, which was really good. It's on Amazon Prime. The new Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Yeah, isn't that on Disney Disney Plus? Plus. Yep. He did that, apparently. He did the Hellboy movies. Okay. Uh, Pacific Rim. I, I just always wonder and think to myself... Um, Blade 2. Blade 2. <laughs> Wesley Snipes and Blades. Um, I always thought to myself, like an actor or an actress that has to play CGI, and, and more or less, it's all you're doing is you're looking at a just something that stands still, but that's where they're going to be making... Like, could you... Ma- like, you look at how um, Mark Wahlberg did in Ted. Oh, where he's looking at nothing? Yeah. But, I mean, it made it so, I mean, usually those kind of actors or actresses that can pull that off to where you're actually believing what you're seeing, it, that's, that's some, uh, some great. I could do it. Oh, could you now? Yeah. Well, yeah, you talk to yourself anyway. Yeah. All the time, like four different voices in my head. Yeah. Would you shut up? <laughs> what? I don't say it out loud. It's, all, it's a fight going on in my head, bud. So is it kind of like when you have the devil on one side, the angel on the other? And then two referees. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's get the fuck out of here and go watch football. Yeah, uh, here, I'm right. going to go bear hunting. Do you want to get these cards done first? Oh, shit. I totally forgot about the 1987 tops. Uh, and we also, we also did. I, I brought it up to him last night. Uh, what we're going to do is so... We are not going to the. We are going to keep the Barry Bonds, and we are going to keep the. We don't have the Barry Barry Bonds Bonds yet, and the Bo Jackson, and uh, I'm going to send them off to get graded because I read some things about um, if you get it graded automatically, you're going to be in the money depending on the grade of it. And to be honest with you, I think that this Bo Jackson one that we do have has got to be at least a nine. 
Well, which did have, you look up the Mark? We got two Mark McGuire rookies. Oh, that is true. I mean, because it costs what you said is a 25? 20, 25, depending on a card, right? Yeah, but if you send like a lot of 10, they'll drop the. So if we were to send, let's just say, 10 cards, they'll drop it to like, you know, 20 bucks a card or 15. Which, and then you get a great, you know. All right, if you want to go first. God damn it. The gum card. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I guess saw uh, the Cooperstown one, isn't it? There's a turn back the clock. But it's not a, it's not like it's Willie Mays Hayes or anything. It's all the ways Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> if I can read the name, oh, the card's kind of Maury Willis no. from the Dodgers. Never heard. Shortstop. Of him. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's great. Yeah. In 1962, he was awesome with the New York Yankees. Yeah, but the gum will fuck that over. Oh yeah. So. Fuck that one, I guess. Let me get these cards in order. Oh, yeah. look at that. A 1988 win a trip for four to the spring training. Hold on to that. All right, I'll see you there. <laughs> All right, here we go. For the Dodgers, Greg Brock. Nobody knows. <laughs> Greg Brock. <laughs> for the Angels, Jack Howell. For the Yankees, Butch Winnegar. Butch Cassidy? Butch Winnegar. His almost looks like vinegar. Vic Vinegar and Tom Honey. For the Brewers, Mike Felder. What did he play? Outfield. Oh, boy. Here's a good one. I don't believe this is a rookie card. This would have been his third year in. But a good old Roger Clemens. Nice. Very nice. I think we have one of his all-star. Yeah, but this is the actual. Yeah. The genuine card. All right, for the Cardinals, Tito Landrum. Nobody knows you. A Mets leaders card with Daryl Strawberry on it. Another Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> for the Blue Jays, Tom Henke. For the Oakland A's, Kurt Young. For the mm, Seattle Mariners, Mark Hoisman. Nobody knows you. Royals, Rudy Law. A Giants manager card, Roger Craig. I thought Roger Craig was black and played for the oh, San Francisco uh, 49ers. <laughs> but this is an old white guy. Another Brewers card, catcher Charlie Moore. Oakland Athletics, Dave Kingman. Cardinals, John Morris. And Red Sox, Bruce Hurst. So the only really good cards I got. Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens and a turn back the clock. All right. Maury Willis. All right. So the the gum actually was not in bad condition. It actually did not stick to the card, but it did stain it. And it was on in here. Hang on a sec. Let me uh, get this all set. Okay. Here we go. So the card that it was on. Ooh, she's sticky. Yeah, okay, there it is. Jamie Moyer. I mean, I know who he is, but. Throw it away. Yep. <laughs> all righty. It's going on the bicycle. 86 record breaker. Boston Red Sox. Most strikeouts. Nine inning games. Roger Clemens. Holy shit, we got two fucking Roger Clemens cards. Yeah. <laughs> Manager of the Seattle Mariners, Dick Williams. Uh, Rod Davis from the Cubs. Twins leaders. I don't know if Kirby and all of them are on there, but. Uh, John Cerruti of the Blue Jays. Earl Weaver of the Baltimore Orioles. Jorge Orta of the um, Royals. Doug Drabeck of the. Yankees, Ron Carmen of the Phillies, 
John Denny of the Reds, Tim Wallach of the Montreal Expos, Steve Yeager of the uh, Mariners, Yankees, Bob Shirley, Daryl Evans of Detroit Tigers, Brewers, Tim Leary, Leary. and of the White Sox, Gene Nelson, not the singer. I'll fucking eat the gun. I don't give a shit. Fuck. That was, I think you just lost a tooth in that one. How was it? It was like I'm actually not in bad shape or... You can spit it out. You don't have to. Oh, wait. Holy fuck, did, is that disgusting. Did you doctor your bloody up, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tastes better now? Is there a way that you could just add that to your blo- your own Bloody Mary mix that you make? Oh, yeah, I will. <laughs> your face right now. You just It's kind of like when you're walking into a men's bathroom, and all of a sudden you're just like, there's like a an odor, and you're just, you know, your nose quenches, and you're like... How many urinal pucks are in this place? No shit. That's what this tastes like. Tastes like a urinal puck. Ugh. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, go Pat Go. Hopefully everything goes well. And for you, buddy, too, hopefully the next time we talk, we're uh, talking about you. And uh, I'm wearing a bear's skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Let's go eat some ass. Fans can stick it, brother! <laughs>